You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I invite you here today to this awesome conversation that we are having for our very last podcast of the year. And I don't know if you ever think about this, but there is such power in ending well. Think about whether it's a job or a school year or anything in your life that's an end when you have a celebratory way of marking the ending of something, I believe that it launches us forward in a more proactive and powerful way, which is why I wanted to emphasize the importance here at the end of this year of you, dad, marking this time with your daughter by having a celebration, initiating something that becomes a tradition with you and your daughter that marks this year and really ends well, because that's how you put an exclamation point at the end of a year. So why not join together today and have this conversation? So pull up a chair, get relaxed, get your pen out, take notes, or you might be doing it on your phone. That's fine. Put notes there, whatever works for you. But I encourage you to take notes and actually commit to one thing today that you will do to initiate an ending well ceremony, celebration, whatever you want to call it with your daughter to end this year well. Well, you know, every week, year in and year out, day in and day out, month in and month out, I I love to have the grid on your mark and set go. So dad, you know this already where I want you to really see yourself as part of a bigger tribe of dads across America. Oh my goodness, the day I pray comes where we can all join together and actually celebrate dads and daughters coming together Dad's even standing side by side with other dads. And my husband, Dr. Ken Canfield, and I are going to be relaunching the National Center for Fathering Father-Daughter Summit in 2024. And you are the first to hear about it here again as we end this year well and and commit to, to I would say, joining together in the new year to highlight and celebrate dads and daughters coming together for a one-day event. So we'll keep you posted You can sign up for my blogs at drmichellewatson.com. I trust you're getting those. And today I wanted to do a podcast for On Your Market, Set, Go, where you're standing with other dads. We're going to talk about the lasting incredible power of a dad-daughter Christmas tradition. Because when there's bonding between you and your daughter, you already know this, but that is how she will flourish, become healthy, stronger, be an influence for positive impact out in the world. And so much of her confidence ties to how you see her, how you empower her, how you speak into her life and the time you spend together. So I thought a great way to end this year is to give you 16 ideas, and this is a compliment to the Dad Daughter Friday blog from last week, 
where you have ideas, because many of you would prefer to listen rather than read something. And so I wanted to do this as, as really a partnership between what is written and what you're hearing so that we are partnering together because I am all about empowering you as a dad to really step into your daughter's life with more intention, more consistency, and there is such power in tradition. And so I trust that you can even share this with other dads so that this can be something from coast to coast across America where dads are intentionally ending the year well by doing traditions with your daughter. Now, I don't know about you, but you might have grown up with traditions in your family. I think of most people I know do have traditions. Often it has to do with food, right? We do different things around different foods. You know, I grew up where we on Christmas Eve would always open our gifts. I think when I was little, it was one gift on Christmas Eve. It changed into really becoming all of our gifts we would open on Christmas Eve. I do not know where that changed or why it did, but then we would have cheese fondue as a family. Always my dad would make uh, shish kebab. Do you know what that is? Kind of, you know, like with peppers in it and meat and chicken on the grill. And then we always would like have an ice cream pie or oftentimes we'd do a birthday cake for Jesus for dessert. And, you know, we'd, we'd always toast to sparkling cider. And that was what became our tradition year after year, looked forward to it every year. The same thing with cheese fondue. And I never really have it much, but that has marked Christmas for me. You know, I even thought recently about how when I was a little girl, this was back in, you know, around the Bay Area in San Francisco, a little bit north of there, Marin County, where I grew up till I was 10 before moving to Portland, Oregon. And I remember as a little girl that my dad would take my sister and I, who's a couple years younger, this is maybe when I was around seven, eight, nine, right in there. And my dad would have me and my younger sister get in the car, we'd head up north and go to this Christmas tree lot. Again, I have no idea where it was, but I just knew it was this day trek on a Saturday. We'd sing all kinds of songs on the way. You know, there weren't a lot to pick from back then. And, you know, I remember we would sing, you know, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus and Jingle Bells. I think we probably did some rendition of Silent Night. And, you know, my dad's goal was to make it a fun day for me and my sister. So then we would head up to this Christmas tree farm, walk around. My dad would cut it down, stick it on the top of the tree. And my sister and I would be so tired after hot chocolate and trekking around the mountain that we would usually sleep on the way home. And that would give my mom a break for the day. And that tradition stays inside of me forever. So when I pull that video up, it, it warms my heart. And maybe you didn't grow up like my dad with many traditions. You know, my dad grew up with a lot of poverty. And so they were so poor, they couldn't afford a Christmas tree. And so for my dad, his older brothers would you know, get a Christmas tree from a lot where they already closed it down and they were free then on Christmas morning. So they would wake up, he and his younger brothers, because there were six brothers, two and one sister, but two at Christmas tree already decorated, pretty sparse, but that became a tradition. And so my my dad didn't have much to go on, I guess you could say. And so he learned from other dads, mentors, and he learned how to begin doing things that were the same every year. One of the things today that I'm going to give you as an idea of 16 ways that you as a dad can have an incredible lasting power of traditions with your daughter, that in case you don't 
have ideas. I want to give you a lot of things to choose from so that you don't have an excuse for for saying, well, I didn't know what to do. You know, that's all about my heart for you is to say, dad, I'm whispering to you in the background saying, here, try it like this. You'll see a difference in how you relate to your daughter, but you get all the credit. You don't have to give away your source. Don't tell her you got it from me. But when you put your love into action, that's how you become a hero because every action figure, right, that you loved growing up, whether it was Superman, Batman, Iron Man, I don't know what it was, but that figure took action. That's why you loved that action figure or that hero. So same for you. You've got to take action. And many of you are in situations where you're estranged from your daughters due to divorce or other kinds of issues that have separated you, even things going on in her life where she's made choices to separate from you and distance herself, perhaps from the way she was raised by you. I understand many of you may listen to this and say, this is breaking my heart because I want to do these things. And so if that's you, I just say, dad, write some things down, notes on your phone, in a journal to say, this is what I want to do with her when the bridge between us is rebuilt. So on your mark today, the title, The Incredible Lasting Power of Dad-Daughter Christmas Traditions. Now I'm going to give you some ideas, and then you get to pick your one go step. Pick one, pick two of these things that you will say to your daughter, whether it's in writing, you can say, hey, how would you like, you know, to have a dad-daughter date with me where we do a Christmas tradition? Whether you've done it before, great. Whether you're starting it now, great. And you can tell her that you would love this to become something that you do every year with her in an ongoing way. Because so often as older daughters, that I can speak for myself, it's the things that I did when I was younger with my dad or, you know, with our family that have the most meaning. So even if your daughter doesn't seem to be all that into it, you know, she may go, dad, this is stupid. I guarantee you looking back later, she'll remember that you initiated you took time with her to make Christmas special. And if there's distance, this may be something that you do and send to her. Maybe you create something and send it to her. So you may need to adapt some of these ideas for your specific situation, but I want to give you lots of practical ways that you can put your love for your daughter into action. Well, let's get going. Here are 16 creative dad-daughter Christmas tradition ideas And a lot of them don't have to do with spending a lot of money. Some of them do. So this is something you'll want to invest in by intentionally spending money on her because where your treasure is, there your heart is. So when your daughter sees that you have saved perhaps to, you know, take her out or spend money on her, especially if things are tight for you financially, that will mean the world to her. So number one, this one has to do with food because you know that you know, when we taste something and then we taste it again later, we remember that smell of that food or the taste of that food. So number one, eat a meal at a restaurant that's out of the ordinary. So find a special restaurant that your daughter will love. Let her even pick it or you can give her what I call a menu. Give her four or five ideas and say, do any of these appeal to you? Let them be something that's extra special. She may even want to dress up. Remember to open her door for her. Make it extra special. You could even bring a flower or a little bouquet for her. You don't have to. Again, your daughter may think that's over the top or your daughter may say, oh my goodness, every year that my dad did this with me, he always brought me a little bouquet of flowers or brought me one rose or something like that. So again, I'm going to give you lots of ideas. 
you get to make this your own. Knowing your daughter, you can pick and choose from what works for you. So here's what you want to know is that when that place years down the road is still there and your daughter drives by it, this may even be long after you're gone. I have a friend from high school that that's how it was for her. She would go back to that restaurant after her dad died and say it would bring back the feelings of warmth of when my dad would take me here after I had voice lessons. Every week, we'd stop by that place and get ice cream. So then when she goes back there, all it does is remind her of how much she and her dad connected when they went to that restaurant. So there you go. Number one. Number two. Write a letter to your daughter and read it to her on your date. Now, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, under free resources, where I have a handout that gives you ideas of what to write in a letter. It could be about telling her about the growth you've seen in her this past year. It might be reminding her again what it was like when she was born and you first held her in your arms and laid eyes on her. Tell her specifically what you're proud of her about. And I think what I like about this idea for the end of this year is that it marks the growth in her in this calendar year. So, you know, what have you seen her you know, in her where she faced challenges that were out of the ordinary or where she could have given up hope, but you saw her rise up and be resilient. That will really mark the end of the year. Well, if you don't have your daughter, you know, nearby or you're not connecting, you could always record something and then send it to her. So that's again, a way that you can make a connection across the miles. Number three, go for a hike. And then take dad-daughter selfies along the way. And then if you want extra dad points, you could even send that picture. You know, a lot of times I just do a drugstore because they can, you know, you can set it from your phone. They can print it out that day, often within an hour. You could even buy the frame right there. Then you've got an instant present for your daughter that you could give her on Christmas morning that reminds her of that time with you because you have one picture that she could put up in her room you know, you could put it up in yours as well, in your office, in your bedroom, where she gets to know that you're remembering that time together with her just that specific year. So going for a hike can be really fun because you're out in the outdoors. And if that's what your daughter likes, go do that with her. Okay, number four, perfume day. You've heard me do actually one whole show just on perfume day. In fact, when I first started the Dad Whisper podcast back in 2016, I had my dad join me in the radio station when it was radio back then. And he talked about perfume day. And so I now have dads across the country write me and say, I'm doing perfume day with my daughter or with my granddaughter. And we go to the drugstore or we go to Nordstrom or Macy's or wherever. Let your daughter try the different scents up and down her arm, on her neck, wherever, so she can smell the perfume on her skin. Take pictures of it. And I guarantee you every clerk in that store will wish that you were her dad because that's what I often heard is, I wish my dad would do this with me. And again, it's an investment. Perfume is not cheap. But I always loved that my dad said, you pick whichever one you want. Isn't that cool? Okay, you know that one already. Number five, maybe you'll have a daughter that says, dad, I don't like stuff. I don't want more stuff. I doubt that's very many daughters, but... You know, you may have a daughter that just loves to serve. Maybe that's her wiring. She loves to give. And she would rather have an experience with you of giving to others. So find a place to volunteer. 
It could be a homeless shelter. It could be doing cleanup at the beach or at a park. It could be serving at your church, but you do it together. In fact, there was a couple years that, you know, my mom and my dad and I went to Portland Rescue Mission or Union Gospel Mission. I forget which one it was in Portland. And we got to serve people that lived on the street. And it was so meaningful because we did it together and then went out to eat afterwards. So great idea is find a place that you can all volunteer together. Okay, ready for number six, cook or bake something together. Now, this is a fun one. If you have a daughter that loves cooking, loves baking, let her lead you. So I think doing something where you're out of your element, you might have other ideas of things she loves that you say, hey, take me with you to the skate park. Take me with you, you know, to the bowling alley, I don't know, I'm being random there and, and throwing that one out. I doubt that's very many of your daughters, but you know, it could be, we have a place here called Modern Mission where I've done laser tag with kids, but something that your daughter loves, go do that with her. But back to this one about cooking or baking together. I think even if you're more the cook or the baker, bring her in with you and you could make something that you eat together or it could be something that you take to neighbors or family or friends and you're doing that together. Throw flour on her face. Like, don't be afraid to make a mess. Like, make it more about laughter and fun than about perfection. Who even cares if it turns out? In fact, I have a story with gals I've mentored where I didn't know that if you cook two quiches, you have to double the time in the oven. Who knew? Oh my goodness. I am not cooking. It's not my thing. You want me to paint you a picture in the afternoon? I got you. But you know, the whole kitchen thing is not my forte. I'm learning on the job though. I can tell you that much. Now that I'm married, have a big family, I, I'm learning as I go. But the bottom line is it doesn't matter that it didn't turn out. In fact, that's become more of a memory maker with the gals that I mentored because back then they said, you do so many things well, Michelle. It's awesome to see that you're human and everything isn't perfect. So we ate the outside of the quiche and that actually was the memory maker. I don't even remember other things I'd made in the past that did turn out. So that may take the pressure off you. Just do something together and have fun. Number seven, I just told you I love doing an art project. That would be the thing I would love to do with my dad. So there's paint your own pottery places. There's some where you can go do a painting and the person leads it from the front of the room. So you don't even have to reinvent the wheel and come up with the painting. But then you have that item long after the day that you do your dad-daughter date where the two of you together both have matching paintings or you both have something you created with pottery that gets fired in their kiln. So you again, don't have to buy all the products, but you go, let yourself be willing to be out of your comfort zone and out of your element. I think that vulnerability where you don't maybe feel as comfortable in a certain setting is a great way to make a tradition. I think fun and memorable because you're willing to just be silly or be lighthearted or laugh your way through it while you're clumsy or your art project turns out horrible. And yet that's, I think, modeling to your daughter how important it is not to be perfect, but to be present. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I'm gonna keep going. Got 16 ideas for you. Practical ways that you can end this year well. I'll be right back. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's talk 
Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back, dads. Well, today, the title, the On Your Mark, is The Incredible Lasting Power of Dad-Daughter Christmas Traditions. Let's keep the list going. Number eight, discover a new book. I know many of you have daughters who love to read, love, love, love to read. So my question for you is, when is the last time you've actually gone to a bookstore? Most cities do still have them, believe it or not. And so often we just order things online. And that might be what you need to do with your daughter. But then sit with her at the computer, look together at books online. But if you can, my encouragement here for your end of the year dad-daughter Christmas tradition is go to a store. I do know that even, you know, stores like Target or, you know, back in Portland, we had Fred Meyer. They do have book sections even within a store that has lots of other things. But my goodness, if you can find a bookstore, Barnes and Noble, or, you know, again, I'm not trying to just sell or promote one store over another, but I know bookstores are kind of a thing of the past. Maybe there's an iconic bookstore, you know, within driving distance, you know, even if it's an hour away, like I told you when I was a kid, it was a couple hour drive to get the tree. I would encourage you to do some research. Where is there a, a bookstore, maybe a small bookstore that's family owned. But oh my goodness, how cool would that be to not only support that small business, but to go somewhere out of the ordinary with your daughter to find a book because there's something about the smell of a bookstore for a book lover that that is like none other. And that you get to stand there and look at books with her, open them up with her, and then buy her one or two books. Okay, next one, nine, buy a piece of jewelry. Okay, you might have a daughter that loves sparkle, loves glitz, loves, you know, loves jewelry. Find something within your price range that she could have a ring, a bracelet, a necklace or earrings. And again, I know you might have to save for it. You know, it may not be a diamond or it might be, you know, depending on your, your, uh, you know, what, what kind of financial resources you have, but you can give her a budget. You can decide where to go. Here's even a creative idea, dad. We used to go to the pawn shop Back in Portland, my dad, we would do this around Christmas time. I remember once getting a gold chain, kind of a thick gold necklace. And and me and my sisters went with my dad because he knew the guys there. They gave him an extra special deal. But why not go with your daughter and find a creative way to buy her a piece of jewelry for a great price? So anyway, there you go. Just from me to you, keeping it real. I love a bargain. I'm a goodwill girl. I mean, I don't even have that on my list, but there you go. Go Goodwill shopping with her. Hey, I'm going to write that in. I'm going to make that the 17th idea, I guess. Goodwill. Let's add that one in there. Because you might have a daughter that loves thrifting. Why not do a thrift store trek with her? 
That would be my my kind of fun. Love getting books there, use books. I find stuff for the house, sometimes clothes. It's super fun. Okay, number 10, buy a fun game. So that might be an annual tradition, a board game for you and your daughter or for the family. So you pick that out together and then you play it when you come home. Okay, number 11, go to a movie. So that was a long time tradition in my family where Christmas Day, we go to a movie. But I'm thinking for a dad-daughter Christmas tradition, there's usually a Christmas movie sometime during the month of December. So you pick a day that's just the two of you, spoil her with popcorn and something to drink and candy and all the things that make it extra special. And that could be your your annual tradition, dad and daughter, go to a movie. Number 12, if your daughter loves animals, find a way to go play with animals. That really works for younger daughters too. Maybe it's going to a pet store and taking time. I think so often, you know, even if there's, you know, in the midst of a busy day, it might be, hey, we need fish food and you run in or you go get a goldfish for your, you know, six-year-old daughter or whatever. But when it's your dad-daughter date, you're going to be spending more time in that pet store, holding different animals or petting different animals or listening to their sounds or, you know, birds and, and you're taking more time than you normally would if that's really what your daughter loves. In fact, years ago, I remember when my, my youngest sister, who's 14 years younger, so mind that I'm in high school and she's born, but I remember she wanted to be a vet and I did a date day with her where we did, I braided her hair and we got fun uh, clothing and I was kind of loving on her and I had planned with a veterinarian for her to go kind of the three of us I went with her we did a little job shadow so she could see what a veterinarian what that world was like what a veterinarian's job was like and I just wanted to enter into her world so that might be another thing that you could do but find a way to play with animals and maybe if your daughter loves to draw a picture, she could draw a picture afterwards and then you could put that picture up or frame it in your home as a reminder of that day with her. You could even draw, again, just be silly. You could draw stick figures and that's okay. And then you could give that to her to say, that's what I remember from our day. Not perfect, but present. Okay, number 13, attend a Christmas concert. So there's so many fun concerts in most cities, even if it's you know, at a church that you don't go to, or there might be instruments. I think of times where I've gone and listened to gospel Christmas, or I've gone to a church on a Sunday afternoon where they've had, you know, an orchestra. And, you know, it might be some children's event or children's theater or something, but find a fun Christmas concert in your area. Again, go out for dessert afterwards, make it extra fun. And like I said earlier, show her how to, what a gentleman is like and open the door for her. Okay, then number 14, let her choose any gift. Now that one is super duper broad. And that's because I realized that your daughter is unique. I'm not going to perhaps mention the one thing that you know your daughter loves. It might be a video game. It might be, you know, a Star Wars figurine collection that she has. But find something that she loves and say to her, I would love to add to your collection. If she's a younger daughter, you know, it might be Build-A-Bear. It might be American Girl dolls. It might be some kind of a collection that she has. And tell her, I want to add one thing to your collection. And then find a fun way to get it together. Or if you order it online, when it comes, take time with her, opening it, enjoying that with her. Number 15, read the Christmas story. You know, I think 
Right now, it's all about gifts and things and experiences, and I love that. But dad, at the end of the day, if you are leading with intention and you really want to show her in action that you care about Jesus coming to the world as a baby, I would encourage you to read Matthew 1 and Luke 2. Those are the two passages in the Bible that talk about Jesus being born and coming to earth. You could even have her act out the Christmas story. In fact, that was part of our family traditions with my two younger sisters, quite a bit younger than me, one 14 years younger, one eight years younger, is those two would usually dress up. They'd hide behind the couch. My dad would read the Christmas story and they would act it out or they would record it and press play. And then they would use their dolls sometimes or stuffed animals. But that might be a really fun way that you lead an annual tradition with your daughter or have her join you in getting costumes for everyone, just stuff out of your closets that allow everyone to participate in really intentionally marking uh, the Christmas story as an important part of your Christmas tradition. Okay, you could even record it, video record it. And I'm telling you, we loved looking at those pictures years later when my sisters were little, when we were little to say, oh, you looked so cute. Remember that one year when you dot, dot, dot. So video taping it is a really fun way to market as well. Okay, last one is go caroling. Now, this is a really fun tradition that actually one of Ken's daughters has been doing and their family. And so we all, they always wear their Christmas pajamas and extra hats and fun things you know, on their heads, you can get a lot of things at dollar stores that, you know, blink and that kind of thing. And where that started is that this family said, we want to go and carol at people's homes where we know they've had loss this year, whether it was a family member or a pet or something where they just had might be loss of a job, but they knew they needed extra encouragement. I thought that was such an awesome idea to, as a family, go and bless somebody else by caroling, kind of an old-fashioned tradition, you know, ring their doorbell, stand a ways away on their porch or on their steps, and you've as a family, you've you've planned, you know what songs you're going to sing, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year, you, you can end with that. And then if you have something to give to them as a little memento, whether it's something you and your daughter bake together or you wrap together, you, you could buy it at the store, give them cookies. In fact, I just did that recently with some grandkids where, you know, we did a Christmas thing where they did all kinds of fun activities and they had a cakewalk for this children's event called Kid Fest. And we got two cakes. And so we dropped one of them off at a neighbor's because we didn't need both of them. So you can buy it store-bought, but that might be a really fun way to mark the end of the year. Dad-daughter Christmas tradition. Okay, pick one of those. I'm going to review them all really quickly, wrapping this up. You might combine a couple of these or start a new one or repeat one you've already been doing. Okay, here's the 16, actually 17, because I added thrift storing in there. So is thrift storing a word? Probably not, but let's make it one. Okay, number one, eat a meal at a restaurant that's out of the ordinary. Number two, write a letter to your daughter. Read it to her on your date. If you don't have time to get together with your daughter, I would encourage you to write that out and send it to her. But that marks the growth you've seen in her this year. Number three, go for a hike. Take dad-daughter selfies along the way. Print it out, frame it, give it to her for Christmas. Number four, perfume day. 
You know that one. Number five, find a place to volunteer together. Number six, cook or bake something together. Seven, do some kind of an art project. It could be a, you know, make your own pottery, paint your own pottery. It could be, you know, doing something together where you paint on canvas, whether you do it on your own or you go to an event where someone leads you. You could even go to any kind of an art store and they usually have kits of some sort that you could put together. Number eight, discover a new book with your daughter. Bookstore, together, let her pick one or two books. Next one, number nine, buy her a piece of jewelry. Then remind her that she's a jewel, a one of a kind treasure. Number 10, that's my new one, thrift storing. Go to the Goodwill, have a fun excursion with your daughter as you thrift store if that's what she loves, thrift storing. Number 11, buy a fun game that together you do together and then play that with her. You could even invite the whole family to join in. Number 12, go to a movie. Go to a movie together and treat her to all the fun yummies there at the theater and just say it's free calories. <laughs> okay, number 13, find a way to play with animals because your daughter, if she loves animals, find a way to take time at a, at a store with her and then draw a picture of your experience and put it up in your house or your office. Number 14, attend a Christmas concert. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Number 15, let her choose any gift, anything that she likes. It might be Legos, it might be a doll, anything to add to her collection. Number 16, read the Christmas story and act it out, then videotape it for years to come. It'll really be a fun memory maker. And then the last one, number 17, go caroling as a family, dress up, and then you can give a gift of some sort, some kind of a treat to the people that you're blessing. You could make them cards. If your daughter loves to draw, you could make them for different people that you know. Well, there you go, dad. 17 ideas of ways that you can create a lasting memory with your daughter, with traditions where the two of you either are doing them together or you're doing them to prepare to celebrate those traditions with your family, but you and your daughter do it together. Well, it's been great to be here with you all. Wrapping up this year, ending well, I celebrate you as dads. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you, Dad, to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go Dads! Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com, that's drmichellewatson.com, for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield.